0: Hey everybody, this is David of the Single Dad Why You Mad Podcast, and you're about to listen to our second half of DILF 2.0. 2.0.2. 2.0. Enjoy Single Dad Why You Mad. Single Dad Why You Mad. Single Dad Why are You Mad. Single Dad Why Are You Mad.
1: Single Dad Why You Mad. Single Dad Why You Mad. Single Dad Why You Mad. Single Dad
0: Why You Mad. Dad, why you mad?
1: Next. Next question. We're gonna. I, I want to circle back to the one we, we we put in the parking lot. How do I co-parent with an ex who has moved on but still text
0: that they love me? So I don't think that person has moved on. I think. I mean, if if that's if that's if 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 what the person is asking is legitimate. By yeah. that I mean that's really what's going on. That they moved on, but they're texting you that they love you. That you're not reading between the lines and thinking that they're saying they love you when all they said is, hey, I hope you're doing well. Um, God bless you and the children. You know what I'm saying? Right. And and you reading between the lines and thinking that that's them saying they love you. No, I don't think that that person has really moved on. If they have literally typed, hey, I am still in love with you. Now, if they text you, you know, um, hey, hope you're doing well. Merry Christmas. God bless you. Love. Hope all is well. You know, that's not the same as saying I love you. I I think even I love you. What is the context of I love
1: you? Cause I can yeah. say, yo, you know what? I love you. We've been through a shit ton together. Yo, I consider you a great friend. I wish the best for you. I love you. That don't mean I want to fucking be with
0: you. And on the other side of that though, fuck you give a fuck what they think. If y'all have broken up, you should be moving on. You mm-hmm. should be going to do your own goddamn thing. Mm-hmm. That's it, my dude. point. That's my okay. point. Let me tell you and- something. I stopped caring a long time ago. So hate is not the opposite of love. Indifference. Difference. Don't give a fuck. If you don't give a fuck, that means you have moved on. If right. you still think thinking about what they're doing, who they're dating, who they're seeing, and all that other sort of stuff, then you, you, you are know. stuck You are stuck in the past. Listen, so I, I, and listen. I thought about this person that I was dating that I was fucking head over heels for at one point. I said, listen, if I found out that motherfucker was dating my best friend, I would feel sorry for my best friend, but God bless him. I wish him luck. I don't give a fuck what they're doing. Don't give a fuck. Just don't give a fuck. When you get to the point where you don't give a fuck... Don't a give good. a fuck is freeing as hell,
1: right? Yeah. And to, to answer that that person's question, that was my, my tact on it as well. As I, I saw the question, I thought about it. It only matters if you give a fuck about how they feel. Closure is, is the loser's game, right? Like when people go, I want closure, I want closure. It's because shit didn't end on your terms. So the only reason... You would give a fuck with them saying, "Oh, I love you, I love you, I love you." Is if you're still considering going back to that shit.
0: Your question. So, so there's two questions that I have. My, my, you know, I'm my last two big ones. The other two are small ones. Um, and this is going to be. So is this is going to be tough? It's a it's a three parter, I believe. But this is a a big one. I. When you went, is it when did? When you and your co-parent broke up, did y'all continue to have sex? And if so, for how long? If not, who was the one that said no to sex? If you had the opportunity, would you get back with your co-parent? And if you had the opportunity, would you continue to have sex if they offered? That's a one, two, three, four. Wow! That's like seven questions in one. So the first part, when you and your co-parent broke up, did y'all continue to have sex? And if so, for how long? Oh, shit.
1: Wow. Wow. Ah, ah, ah. Okay. When they, my ex and I broke up, we continued to share a house for about a year and a half. Did we have sex after we split up? Yes. Yes. Was it a consistent and frequent thing? No. Well, in kind of like after we first split up, yeah, it was it was comfortable and we just did. Um,
0: would we get back together? No, no. We the didn't... question was for oh for how long? You answered that one already, right? Yeah. Um, um, if um, who was the one that said no to sex? Like who stopped it?
1: Um. Shit. I I I don't recall. I, I'd say her. I'd say her because I you know. I'm filthy, and I probably
0: would have tried to still smash. Um, you had the opportunity; would you get back with your co-parent? Nah, not nah, relationship.
1: No, because I, I, I describe it to people as this: right, it's you, like being yeah, yeah, being
0: in the matrix. I heard <laughs> yeah,
1: it's, it's going like being, back in the matrix. It's like going back in the matrix. You've already unplugged, or like being somebody who loves steak, and then you work a year or two in a
0: slaughterhouse. You want to swear off meat because you know how the shit is made now. And would you continue to have sex if they offered? That's separate from the getting back to, together. You uh, know... God
1: damn. Would I hit it? I ain't gonna lie, I probably would. <laughs> I'm, I'm horrible. I probably would. Alright.
0: My turn? <laughs> Go ahead. Um, when we broke up, did we continue to have sex? So we lived together for six months and we did not have sex. Ugh. <laughs> yeah so we broke up in september um while living together and i moved out the following april and we did not have sex for that entire time i specifically remember that um and who was the one that said no to sex uh you that was me because you stubborn <laughs> no because i didn't want to confuse the issue i didn't want it to be any fucking you know no we break it up my nigga <laughs> We're breaking up, we going out separate. I, don't, I ain't trying to send two separate messages, right? I hear you. Because motherfuckers is always on my ass for that. Well, you said this, and now you're doing that. And I'm tired of hearing that shit, my <laughs> nigga. I've been listening to that shit for fucking 30, 40 years while I've been dating. I'm tired of hearing that I'm sending you two mixed different messages. messages? No, I'm not sending no mixed messages. This is the message. The answer is no. God damn it. <laughs> See? I daddy's going to take you for a ride. If you had the opportunity, would you get back with your co-parent? Uh, the answer is no. Um, and would I continue to have sex if they offered? Uh, the answer is no. Um, and they have offered, and I said no. <laughs> You'll go. All right. When do men finally grow up and decide to commit? I ain't answering that bullshit. Keep going. Next question. <laughs> That bullshit. So this was a direct question for David. Whatever happened to the chick you mentioned on the first DILF episode, did y'all ever hook up again? Uh, No, we did not. Um, We are friendly um, and we text and chat um, every now and then. But no, we have not hooked up again. Um, uh, She actually moved. What is your expectation from a woman who has decided to be a part of your life? Yo, I'm super easy in that way. Like,
1: I used to say to my ex-wife, like, I, I got three rules to get anything you want out of it. Blow me, stroke my ego, stand on my way when I'm working on something, because you know I'm going to be back. It's that simple. Um, If you're a part of my life, you have... It's, it's really that simple. Understand that when I'm working on certain shit, I'm not going to be readily available to you. I'm not going to text you back in five minutes of you texting me. I'm going to text you back in an hour of you texting me. And I may not speak to you on the phone every day. Understand that there's certain shit that I'm trying to accomplish and that I'm working on that's going to take priority or precedence over us spending time together. And if you've gotten to the point where I'm including you in my life and looking at you like, yo, this is
0: my girl, you've got an understanding of that. Ask me the question. So what would it take, David? What is my expectation from a woman who has decided to be a part of my life? Really nasty sex. That simple? I mean, there's a whole bunch of other things that go along with that, but if I've made the decision for you to be a part of my life, I've actually gotten through all the other stuff. Well, I... This is... I, I, this is I, <laughs> This is the cream on the cake. This is, what do you call that shit? The cherry on top. The cherry on top. I think that's the baseline for me and then you work to the other shit. No, no, no. See, that's where we're different, right? The baseline for me is that I gotta like you, I gotta be able to get along with you, you know, you're cute, Um, you like me, you know what I'm saying, you get along with me, you're not tolerating me, I'm not tolerating you. We get past all of that. You gotta be willing to work towards some really nasty sex. I don't think you, like for me, You're not going to get that far if we don't have the sexual compatibility. But, you know. You see, you're talking sexual compatibility. I'm saying something different. Sexual compatibility, yeah. Can we have sex? That, for me, is sexual compatibility. That's not sexual compatibility at all. Because if if we have the same components, we can have sex. Do I have something and do you have something and do they fit together like Legos? That... That sexual is the sexual now. Are we willing to work on going just a little bit further?
1: I feel you. I feel you. I'm I'm not discounting what you're saying. I'm just saying, like, I think for me, that comes a little earlier in the game. Okay. Yeah, this is a good one.
0: Why do men pursue ratchet women but want a Mother Teresa at home? Pursue a ratchet woman just to get some ass? Why not? Now, if you ask me why am I pursuing a ratchet woman while I got you at home well, I can't answer that question. You need to ask, you know, your dude that because, again, when I was younger, I did that sort of nonsense. But, you know, as an, an older guy, you know, 40 plus, like somewhere when I got to the age around, you know, my late 30s, you know, I stopped doing that shit. So, you know, that might be a, 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 an age question. But, again, there might be guys that are still out there doing that shit, not me. I, 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 think, I think it is absolutely
1: an age question. You know, but there's an old Caribbean saying that like dirty water dirty water cools hot iron, right? So you pursue a ratchet chick for your physical needs, but you ain't trying to have a ratchet chick around you, especially when you get you become an older dude. Like you work very hard to build the shit that you've built and you're not trying to invite anybody in who could like upset your empire. So yeah. I, I think it's dependent on the dude you fucking with and whether or not he's going to put his, his home or his situation in jeopardy. So these are actually sexual questions now. Does the 90-day rule really work? Um, that Steve Harvey shit like, oh,
0: you shouldn't be sleeping with a dude. Steve the Harvey don't know what the fuck he's talking about. That motherfucker been married seven times. I don't, uh, think so I don't know what, what the fuck he's talking about. Anybody listen to Steve Harvey's craziest bat batshit. So if I like you, it could be 90 days. It could be one day. I'm good with you no matter how long it takes. If I don't like you and it's, you know, one day or 90 days, this shit ain't going to make a difference. Right. It ain't going to make a difference. I, I I completely agree with that. I like, do not respect you anymore if, if it was the first night versus it was 90 days. But again, I'm older. I right. may have thought that way when I was in my early 20s and when I was 18, 19, but I'm older. So, you know, those rules don't apply to me anymore. Facts. <laughs> And for Steve Harvey to be writing that bullshit at fucking 40, 50 years old sounds dumb.
1: Well, I, I look at it like this. Same shit you're saying. Time doesn't add value to the physicality. When I was a young, even when I was a young dude, I still was open to that. I'm like, yo, whatever. Because I also, in my mind, I'm an exceptional dude. So it was like, if you slept with me on the first night, I know what I bring to the table. So eh, I'm good with it. Fast forward as an older dude, you holding out on me doesn't make me want you more. And Chris Rock once said, fidelity is a function of options. A man is only as faithful as his options, right? You holding out on me doesn't mean that I'm not out there having sex. It just means I'm not sleeping with you. So if you slept with me on the first night or you slept with me on the 90th day, doesn't improve your value to me. It's about who you are as a person. Why do men watch porn if they're regularly having sex with their woman? (laughs) <laughs> I can't believe this is still a thing. I
0: like the fact that this came, I was like, yo, people are still pissed off about porn, but whatever. So I have no idea because there are times, even when I'm not having regular sex with a partner, that I'm not watching porn. I do not know the answer. I don't know. I know I don't... That every now and then I like to rub one out <laughs> and it's just fucking easier than having to fucking make a call, go come over, you know what I'm saying? Got a kiss, got a hug, all that. Got of to deal things. with the other shit on the back end. Got to, I, I, got to get up and go get the fucking rag after it's all over. I got to go to get up and go get shit. It's done.
1: You know, my dad always used to tell me don't make long term decisions over short term feelings. Just because I'm feeling horny doesn't mean that I want to go through the whole rigmarole. That said, in a relationship, if I'm with somebody, yo, just because I have a favorite restaurant. And I'm committed to going to that restaurant doesn't mean I don't like trying other foods from time to time or viewing other menus if that's the case. Sometimes you just want to shake one out. It has absolutely nothing to do with the woman you're with.
0: Uh, I'm out of questions. It's all on you. Actually, now. all right. I got a couple more. Does it matter if I swallow or die? <laughs> uh, I'm not snowballing. <laughs> Nah, son. That's not taking anybody place. Know who's, as long as everybody knows what snowballing is, we can keep going. Uh, I'm not snowballing. Um, I'm, I,
1: I am absolutely not snowballing. You don't have to swallow. I enjoy the visual of a mess. If we're going to be graphic about it, fuck it. You don't have to swallow. But
0: go ahead. <laughs> not sexy. Yeah, you ain't got to do none of that for me. I don't need any of that. Go. Okay. Next question, does age matter? What's the biggest age difference that you would consider? So age matters for me with respect to, you know, what are we going to talk about, right? If every time we get together, you talk about Lil, Lil Uzi Vert. So I'm saying little Uzi Vert because I don't even know what the fuck else is out there. Right?
1: I was just want to say, I have no idea who any of these dudes
0: are. <laughs> you don't know who Lil Uzi Vert is? I barely know myself, right? I've heard the name, but I could not pick
1: one of his songs out of anywhere.
0: Yeah. So if that's what you have, if that's what we're gonna have conversations about, yeah, um, age does play a difference. So are there women who are in their twenties that can speak and have conversations about things that are relative to me? Probably, but um, I tend to think that those are few and far between. So if I hear. The age twenty something, you know, my antennas go up immediately, and I'm bad at judging how old people are by looking at, especially women. And I'm pretty sure a lot of that is my own bullshit going on, right? <laughs> what do I mean by that? Go ahead, you want to ask? Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, you, you threw it out. What do you mean by that? What's your bullshit? My bullshit is, you know, you're like a firm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get crucified for this shit, right? <laughs> yo. Like, go ahead, because I'm up next, so go ahead. I'm saying you look good, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's hard, you know, to focus on the other thing, right? So I'm bad at that. But uh, yeah, mine's is really about, you know, um, what sort of conversations are we going to have? What sort of connections are we going to have? And it's hard for me at 54 in March, this coming March, to be connected to and have good conversations with somebody who's 30 years younger than me, let alone um, 20 years younger than me. Is it possible? Yeah. Uh, is it like-likely? No. not. Nah. So that's the only way age becomes a number for me with respect to relationships. Uh, if it's just a physical relationship, well, then that's a different story.
1: See, I, I, like for me, my, my difficulty is this. Throughout my life, I had always been drawn to older women. Like I've I always liked older women. I was, you know. So, so you just
0: fucked me up. But yeah, keep going because I'm gonna focus back on this.
1: So I was, I was like 21, dating a 34. Well, I wouldn't call it dating, but like seeing a 34-year-old divorced mother of two. Like I had always liked older women. Then when you get to be our age range, like you're, you're, you know, I'm 44, and I'm looking at older women now, and I'm like, hmm yeah not so much. but I think it's also about how you're how you're maintaining yourself and how you're carrying yourself. right? That said, it becomes that connection thing. like my my girlfriend or ex-girlfriend was a, roughly ten years younger than, but she was like incredibly politically aware. she was incredibly well read. you know, she was a very old soul. so that just kind of gelled and worked for us. And as far as like just the physical thing, it's the same reason that I can't mess with unintelligent women. Because at some point, no matter how base and physical our relationship is, I gotta talk to you. And if I can't connect with you on that level, the physical thing is just isn't gonna happen. I'm not gonna go through with it because I'm like, oh fuck. I gotta I, I gotta have a conversation with this dumb or or this person who just isn't attuned. Like I remember working at a company and we hit like it was a group of us, and at that point, I was still relatively young by comparison to everybody else who was in their forties and fifties. And we had one girl who sat with us and she was like maybe like nineteen or twenty. And she would she wouldn't get the pop culture references or the or the you know or the references that we would make. And it would constantly be like, oh fuck it just go to Google, pick that shit up. So yeah, nah nah, I I I can't date that. I can't have that in my bed.
0: I'm sorry. So I'm going to feed off of that question real quick and then move on to the next one. Um, This was a question submitted by a guy who says, how do you hit on a younger, he used the word girl, I'm changing it to woman, without Mm. feeling creepy? I'm Uh, in my 40s. It seems like younger girls in their 20s are flirting, but I'm unsure about how to flirt back without being that creepy old guy. Listen, I don't even know what to say to that. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) If you ain't comfortable with it, then you shouldn't be comfortable with it. But if you're comfortable with it, I don't see anything wrong with it. Um, again, yeah. I have a hard time um, having those sort of conversations with people um, who are that much younger than me. But it can be done, and it has been done, and I've done it. I'm just saying. That. <laughs> you know, but here,
1: here's the thing. like, If you look at the stats, right? because you know me, I'm, I'm always dissecting this shit. I'm always looking at the math behind everything that we talk about, everything we do. The stats are that men achieve optimum attractive, attractiveness in their 50s because the things that women are looking for are very different from the things that men are looking for. Whereas, like, women statistically reach their optimum attractiveness in their 20s. So that's why you see a lot of these these. Major I don't know sub- if I agree with you there, buddy. I'm not saying that that's my wheelhouse. I'm saying statistically the reports are such. So what happens is women are looking for men with resources and confidence. When do men start coming into their resources? When does shit start?
0: When does shit start leveling off for dudes? I'm saying that I'm not sure I agree with you about women reaching their mul- their, their 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 ultimate level of attractiveness in their twenties. Yo, some of these 40s and fifty joints is killing it out, this bitch. Yo, listen. A whole listen, gang of them, they killing it out, this motherfucker. I'm, I'm saying that's what the stats are saying. I'm not
1: saying that's my personal preference. I'm saying that's the stats. All right. The stats, the stats are such. That's why you see a lot of these these May-December relationships. Older dudes who can afford the car, can afford the house, got their shit together, and they're looking at, like, yo, all these young chicks are throwing themselves at and I'll say even for myself, as a 40-something, I do get a lot of younger girls flirting with me. But I'm also like, ill, like you, you're like my kid's age. The fuck away from me. Like, I, I, I can't fathom. I can't business. All right. Let's keep going. Keep it moving. All right. Your thoughts on
0: dating a coworker or your child's caregiver? Uh, dating a coworker. So, again, when we say dating, we're talking about, like, you know, regular dates going out. You know, being seen in public together, that sort of stuff? Probably not. Uh, My child's caretaker? Same thing. Probably not. If we're talking about smash and grab, that has been done. (laughs) Yo. Hold up, but I wanted to circle back to something else real quick. You were talking about the age range, right? I, I naturally assumed that the person who asked that question was talking about people who were younger. I didn't think about people who were older. And by older, I mean if I'm 54, does 60, is 60 an issue for me? Yeah. Are you doing that? So, I don't even know why I brought this shit up to say that I'm not gonna answer that. Motherfucker, yo, you can't bring it up and not answer that. Are watch, you sma- Are watch, you smashing 60 year olds? Watch me, <laughs> watch, me not bring it up. watch me not answer, <laughs> but let's keep going. Next question, do you have a type? I really
1: don't, like it's real funny. Like, I remember when I was dating my ex-wife, she said, you know what's dangerous about you? You don't have a type. So everybody's a threat. But that said, like, I've dated women who were 4 foot 11. I've dated women who were 6 feet tall. I've dated super thin women. I've dated really curvy women. Every race that I've come across, I, 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 I really don't have a type. It, I think it re- is really dependent on the person and what I find attractive about you. And I can find something attractive about most women.
0: How about you? Do you have a type? <sighs> You need to have one more hole on your body than I do.) <laughs> I will say, though, going back
1: to, to my answer, if you have an accent, that gives you bonus points. I'm a set oh, friend. So or you I, can speak another language.: I'm, so I've I'm a been
0: set told friend. also that I don't really have a type that you know I've dated different types of women with respect to shape. And look, I've never dated, though, I have to be honest, a white woman. I'm not opposed to it, um, but it has just never happened. And when I say date, I mean yeah. date. Oh. go out with regularly the definition of actually dating somebody. Yeah. I haven't done that. Next question. <laughs> I like how you jumped to the next question real quick before
1: I don't follow. Next question, is that on me or you? Two. All right. What, this might not be in your wheelhouse because I don't think you do this. But when you match with a man on a dating site and they have no, why do uh, why do men match with you on a dating site and have no intention of it going anywhere? So have you done any online dating? Um,
0: yeah, I tried it last year. Yeah, um, was it last year? Yeah, the last quarter of last year. Um, I tried it and uh, it sucks. <laughs> uh, you know, all dating sucks. So absolutely not. Absolutely not. You meet somebody in person, you already know that that's really them. Um, you already done heard their voice. Uh, you probably They probably already smiled in front of you, so you already know whether or not they have all their teeth. Uh, you already know whether or not she's looking straight at the camera or you know she's not looking straight at the camera. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so listen, I could say a bunch of fucked up shit like that, and I probably- right. But you know what you're getting when you see somebody in person. Okay. And you don't know what the fuck you're getting when you looking at a picture online and I'm telling you, I looked at some of them pictures, and I said, when did, when did she take this picture? 1970-something? That shit ain't fucking... Uh, that's not modern. Yo. <laughs> you got shag carpet on the floor. Oh, they got the bottoms on. on. You got the fucking jacket on with the big puff shoulders and shit, like uh, fucking Arsenio Hall used to wear. <laughs> you Come got a starter jacket on, Mom. What's up? They don't sell them fucking jackets no more. So She uh, got an eight ball. <laughs> yeah. Talking about last week. <laughs> Bitch, please. <laughs> it was not last week. But anyway, go ahead. so when you match with them, why would you match with somebody with, without the intention of moving it forward? So, match, when you say match, meaning you clicking on, double clicking. Yeah, you, know, you, yeah, you, you like swipe right. Yeah. You swipe right. Oh, see, listen, if I was to swipe right, I'm swiping right, you know, because there ain't no way to hold that joint so that I can come back and look at it later. I'll put it like this. I've
1: swiped right on somebody, but it's never with the intention of not having go forward. What I find is very often women self-select. As human beings, we got to be us. And you can only hold your crazy in for so long. And very often what happens is I'll swipe right on you. We'll start having a conversation and you'll say some shit or do some shit where I'm like, "Mm, yeah, nah, this isn't going to be a fit for me. Like if you're sitting there looking at me like, Oh, I need my man up under me at all times, and we need to take six vacations a year. I know you're not for me now that we started having that conversation. So it wasn't that I swiped right or I selected you without the intention of it going forward. It's you've said something that's automatically put you in a category that I know you're not for me. This is another online dating one. How soon do you want to meet someone
0: after connecting on a dating app? Uh, within a week. If we don't meet within a week, something's wrong if we don't, sorry, not meet within a week, if we don't make plans to meet within a week, you know, like we've chatted a couple of times, if we don't make plans, like, hey, how about we meet next week or the week after that, I'm assuming something's wrong.
1: Yo, I I like your aggressiveness with it. I'm completely the opposite. Like, I get women who are like, oh, you send you the first message, so when are we getting together, when are we meeting? I'm like, you have not said shit to impress me or to woo me to the point of wanting to put on pants and
0: be charming and sit across from you. So I'm not saying that's in the first message. I'm saying yeah. that's in after we've had several messages back and forth.
1: Yeah, I, but I, I think it, I think for me, it's it's dependent on the person in the conversation. Because there have absolutely been women that I've met on a dating app, and we started having conversations, and I'm like, oh shit, like, yo, let's get up. And then there's others who are just like, you ain't saying shit, and you're not carrying the conversation. Like, I'm a banter dude. I enjoy having conversations with people like, if you're a woman, who's interested in meeting me and getting with me, and you can't do that, likelihood is I'm
0: not taking you out. But I'm saying after you've already had that sort of bantering conversation. Yeah. And like, you already said you you FaceTime or whatever else it is, and y'all talked on the phone. How long after that? It depends on the girl. Once again, it depends on the girl. Like, because there,
1: there are women who I have, like, I've met on dating apps, and we have probably been online friends for years, and I still have not been in their space. And then there are others who was like, within a week, we've met. Yeah. It just depends on the person. Where can I find
0: quality men? I have no fucking idea because I ain't looking for men. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and all my friends ain't shit. So, <laughs> present company included. <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing because I was like, yo,
1: yo, all my boys, damn, they're either married or yeah, they kind of ain't shit, but. No, I have some boys who are, who are decent dudes. But where do you find... Oh, they taken already. Right. They, they Somebody usually put their claws in them like, I ain't letting him go because I know he's good. Um, that said, like, quality is, de- is, is, is a dependent variable. Like, what's your idea of a quality man? Is he a man who you know, is high up the food chain in the workplace? Is he a man who's involved in church and has good morals? You know, is he a man who has no social life and just wants to stay home and be up under you? Like, what's your definition definition of a quality man? And depending on that, you know, that's where you find them, Because it's always a mixed bag. If you go to a, a, a celebrity gala, you're going to find some really rich guys and you'll find some really nice guys and you'll find some really shitty guys. If you're sitting in church and you're sitting in the pews, you're going to find some guys who believe what's going on, and you're going to find some other guys who are going, yo, there's a lot of single hoes up in here. What's your idea of equality, man? I think that needs more definition. Why is it so hard for men to balance dating and other priorities? Do men really have tunnel
0: vision? No, so so I don't have a problem, you know, uh, so it says men, right? Yes. Um, and I'm going to refer this back to, you know, just like dads, right? Right. Um, at dad's first men's second right so um i don't think i have a hard time balancing too i think i'm clear up front you know this is my priority you know the first priority i have you know is taking care of my kid. Well, in order to take care of my kid i need to get up and go to work so you know that's my second priority and in order to get up and go to work you know i need to be helpful so you know that's my third priority to be helpful you know, to be, sorry, not helpful, healthy. You know, in order to do that, what do I do? Well, I get my ass up and I go to the gym and I go to work and then I pick my kid up and I bring my kid home. And then I'm also trying to create, you know, some wealth and some legacy for my kids. So, you know, I have a business. I'm running some other stuff outside of my regular job. Um, so that's another priority in my life. So unfortunately, dating comes right after those. That doesn't mean that, you know, you ain't going to see me ever or only on my terms. I make room, Right but I make room around those things that need to happen. And those are the things that need to happen. So I make room around those. And you know, if you want to call that tunnel vision, okay, all right, I got it. But uh, I don't see it as tunnel vision. So I get this question a lot,
1: but I also think I'm I'm also incredibly upfront about it. You know, if you listen to any of our previous episodes, whenever the subject dating comes up, it's like, yo, you've got to realize that there are certain things as you put it, that need to happen before dating happens, at least in my world. And it takes a strong woman to realize that, yo, you are not gonna be the first priority in my life. The first priority is gonna be you know, these three little people who didn't ask to come here. And to, much to your point, work allows me to provide for those three people. And work for me isn't, especially in, in the line of business that I'm in, work isn't 9 to 5. My job isn't just a job, it's a lifestyle. So, there's going to be a lot of things that pull me in different directions in support of my work, which is ultimately in support of my children, that's going to take priority over me sitting on the couch with you watching real housewives, like or or sitting across from you at a restaurant having dinner or having a drink. Like that's great. It's it's amazing, but it's not as important as those things. And to your point, it's about creating that legacy. It's about creating generational wealth and and creating something that lives far longer than I do. And I think when you're dating a man who's driven, you have to understand that that's part of the package. You can't say, you know, I want a driven man. I want a man who's accomplishing things. I want a man who's out there and, and who's ambitious without understanding that that's part and parcel of being with that man
0: but you'll still make time for it though. at some point <laughs> he said one, at some point at some point but that but that but that's me also keeping it 100 okay so uh let me expand on this and then let's move on to the next one um once a week i think once a week is realistic twice a week twice a week possibly three twice. times a week
1: that's that's getting a bit. That's getting a bit a bit extra. Cause three times a week, I'm at galas, I'm at
0: events, I'm doing things. All right. So you're saying t- twice a week is really the limit for now. Twice twice a week is, is the limit. And as a single dude,
1: I also put it out there: there is nobody right now that I'm like, yo, I want to see more than once a week. All right.
0: Okay. That's fair.
1: Um, this one, I, I'm gonna combine three questions. Why do men hurt the women they love? Why do men lie? Why do
0: men cheat? So um, people hurt the people that they love. People lie. People cheat. You just happened, whoever asked that question, to to have it happen from men. But it happens from women. I've had it happen to me from women. Yes. I have been lied on. I have been cheated on and I have been hurt. So, uh, yeah, I don't think that's a uh, why do men? Why do people? There's a whole gang of reasons why. Um, I don't think there's one answer for that.
1: I I, I would agree with that. I think it's a circular reasoning, reasoning situation where women blame men for creating them and making them the way they are. And men blame women for creating them in the ways and behaviors that they develop. And it's situational. Everybody goes through different shit that leads them to behave in the way that they do. That's my easy answer for that. Yo,
0: why is it so hard for men and women to communicate? I don't think it's hard. I just think it's hard for men. I don't think it's hard for men and women to communicate. I think it's hard for people to communicate with two different people. And I think that's where it starts. I don't think it has anything to do with men and women. I think it's people. I think it has a lot to do with men and women,
1: but I think it's two people in a relationship that makes it incredibly difficult. Like, one of the things I used to hear a lot when I was married is like, oh, you don't know how to communicate. You can't communicate. I'm like, I fucking communicate for a living. Like, the shit we have, the roof we have over our head, the car you drive, the money we spend is based on my ability to communicate. I'm a pretty damn good communicator. It's just that you have been trained to communicate in a way that I don't or I was not. And I was trained to communicate in a very different way. And I think a lot of difficulty comes from the fact that like, people don't accept that number one, we come from different families of origins and different things are prioritized. And secondly, as men and women, we communicate in very different ways. So I don't think that as men can't communicate or men don't have the ability to communicate, we communicate in very different ways and we usually communicate with a lot fewer words. Why is it hard?
0: for men to be consistent. Again, I think it's hard for people to be consistent. I think consistency is a, you know, a quality and a trait that is lacking in people. I don't think it's something that's just lacking in men because I've dated a whole bunch of women who don't have that quality either. i
1: say this, no creature operates at 100% output, 100% of the time. Cheetahs don't run across the Serengeti at 60 miles per hour. They only run at that speed if they're trying to make a kill. Men come at you with the full court press with 100% attention and energy because they're trying to land you. It's the same thing like if you're trying to land a job, you go on an interview, and you're putting your best foot forward, and you're putting all your energy into that shit. And then once you get to the job, are you putting in all that energy and that effort every day when you show up? Eh, probably not. It's the same thing. You ready for this one?
0: Oh, God. Why you got to phrase it like that? How old were you when you experienced your first heartbreak? How did that shape the way you date? And how many times do you believe you have been in love? <laughs> Let's keep it simple. What? Let's keep it simple. My, my first heartbreak,
1: um, shit, I was probably about 13. Um... How many times in my life have I been in love? Maybe three. How did my heartbreak shape my life? Um, I don't know. I don't, like, I look back at it and I was like, oh, wow, this sucks. But I don't think it stopped me from moving forward or stopped me from connecting with people.
0: How about you? So, um, I've talked about this a little bit before, but I need to be clear, the the word love means way more to me now that I have a kid than it did when I was dating. Big time, big time. And I have a hard time um, using the word love with respect to another adult if it doesn't feel the way it feels with the relationship I have and the love that I feel for my kid, right? Ooh. But the first time I fell in love and the first time I broke my heart, um, Pamela Johnson ah. I was in junior high school. She used to ask me to walk her home all the time. I had no fucking clue what the fuck was going on. I walk her up to her building, we're standing outside her doorway, and uh, she just reaches over and starts tonguing me down, and I had never been k- tongue-kissed before that a day in my life. And when she finished and pulled away, I ran home. <laughs> I just didn't understand what the fuck was going on. It's
1: like, right? what is this?
0: What was this, right? So junior high school, how old are you in junior high school? What, like um,
1: 11, nine, 12, 13?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 9 to 13, right? And then I remember the next day, I made my way back over to her house unannounced. And I come up the stairs. She lived like on the 3rd or the 4th. So I come up the stairs and I come out on the hallway and I look over and she's in the hallway with Rich doing the same kissing she was doing to me the day before.
1: Wow. And she
0: looked over at me and saw me and the look, oh, damn. And I just turned around and said, no, it's good. And I, I walked around, walked out the house and went back home and was heart broken. Damn. Broken. Damn. Ah, ah. How did that shape? <laughs> ah, the way son. I feel and think about women today, I don't know. But I'm pretty sure it has an effect. Damn, I'm feeling that all in my chesticles, son. Ah. The walk Actually, home from Soundview Projects was the longest walk ever. Oh, that walk home was the longest walk ever. Damn, son. If I was
1: dad, give you a hug behind that shit. (laughs) Ah, brother. (laughs) Fuck. Ah. Ah. Damn. All right. So, all right. So, here's the final question. I think this is a really good one. What do men need from
0: us to feel secure in our relationships? How can we make our relationships productive? What do I need from a woman to feel secure in? I want to feel like, not that you need me, but that you want me, right? I want to feel wanted. If you need me, right, because you can't pay your rent, or you can't take care of this kid or raise this kid by yourself, or somebody always told you that, you know, this is the way it's supposed to be. You get married, you have kids, and you live happily ever after, and you need that in your life to to, to feel fulfilled. That's not, you know, where I'm looking to be. I'm looking to be with somebody who wants me now. um, How successful have I been at at that over my, uh, I started dating when I was like 16, 15, so uh, 30 years now, 29 years. God damn. Um, How successful have I been? I suck at it. I suck at picking somebody like that for myself, but I'm getting better at it. <laughs> Actually, I'm it's not. Getting, so, so let me not say I'm getting better at it. It's I a learning curve, son. Yeah, I still suck at it. Yeah. But um, uh, I need somebody who wants me, not somebody who needs me.
1: Yeah, it's wild because as you lay it out like that, like, you think about, like, what a lot of women are told. Like, oh, men need to feel needed. Like, men need to feel like they're providing a service for you and that you're attached to them and you need them to be there. And I'm on the mindset completely like you, especially as I do, like, you know, the, the observation work that I kind of do, looking at men and women in our relationships. And it's, like, a lot of women come up from the perspective of hypergamy. Like, you know, like, basically – looking at a dude as a come up. Like he's more educated than me. He has a better job than me. You know, he's accomplished more than me. He has more assets than me. So I want to be with him. I kind of need him to bring me up to that next level. I'm coupling or marrying upward from my station to make, put me in a better place. And I'm very aware of that shit. Like a lot of women that I, I get attention. Well, well, I would say that women who throw, who throw me attention fall a- across the, 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 the spectrum, but I'm very aware of women who I'm a come up for. And I don't need that. Like, you're not adding shit to my life in a way that I need to have you around me. So, to your point, the you want me around, you're attracted to me. yo know, like... You really, really business with my character, my my personality outside of the status and financial shit that I can add to your life.
0: So the other side of that question would be, what happens when they no longer want you? Because, when they cause, Because the, cause the thought process would be, well, if somebody needs you, they're going to need you a hell of a lot longer than they want you.
1: Right. And so... If they
0: don't want you, they go their own way. And I think... And you're okay with that? I really am. You're more okay with them wanting you and then not wanting you anymore and going your own way than them needing you. And then when they don't need you anymore, they go their own way.
1: Because what happens is somebody who needs you and doesn't want you begins to resent you. Somebody who needs you to pay their bills and somebody who needs you to put them in the right room so they make the right connections or somebody who needs you to help take care of their kids because they can't do that shit on their own but they don't really want you around all that time you're provided for them they're resenting you for the shit you're providing I could do without that as somebody who just enjoys my company and at some point goes yo you know what this shit was a good run but I can't fuck with you no more I can appreciate that Good point. We we snitched on ourselves in this episode, David. So, um,
0: yeah. And um, it was brutal, but uh, it was good. So uh, the only other thing I wanted to say, right, is I said uh, why I'm going to be in trouble, you know, for what I mentioned about Florida. Yeah. Because I was actually dating somebody long distance from Florida. And um, I use the term sort of like you know smash and grab. And, uh, I know she ain't gonna like that, and uh, I know she listens sometimes. So I'm gonna get my teeth kicked in.
1: Oh, no, listen! Don't 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 feel bad, man. I was honest about the fact that I would still fuck my ex-wife. <laughs> like, all right, single dad, why you mad? Single
0: dad, why you mad? Single
1: dad, why you mad? Single dad, why you mad? Single dad, why are you mad? Single dad, why you mad? Single dad, why you mad? Single
0: dad, why you mad? Single dad, why you mad?